Romans chapter 4 verse from verse verse 18. It says there, it says, against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations. Just as it had been said to him, so shall your offspring be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and that Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The words, it was credited to him, being written not for him alone, but also for us, to whom God will credit righteousness. For us who believe in him, who raised Jesus from the dead, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised for life, to life for our justification. Um, you know, sometimes we go through situations and circumstances in life that we are unsure of. We go through things. Um, I want to share something that really blessed me from a book I read. The book was actually written by um, Charles Capps, and it was a conversation that he had with God. And I'll be, we'll just be proceeding from there. There was a time that Charles Capps was, you know, you know, talking to God, and um, he was praying. And God stopped him just while he was praying. And God told him, I would appreciate it if you didn't tell me what the devil said. The truth is, if you don't change your confession, things will not get any better for you. That was God talking to Charles Capps. And Charles Capps replied, Lord, what am I going to do? It's true that I have all these financial problems. And then God responded, he says, go to my word. See what I said about the problems you are facing and confess what I said about your problems. Confess what I said about your finances. Confess what I said about your healing. Confess what I said about your job. Confess what I said about your children. Confess what I said about different areas of your life. Because you know what? God can never lie. You know, sometimes, you know, when we, when we, when we start reading God's word and we start going through it, you know, because of, I think it's a, ma a mindset of maybe the kind of person that, you know, we have, you know, developed to be or something uh we, we don't we really don't take god serious sometimes we don't take what he says serious and so because we don't take what he says serious we feel oh, you know god you know i know this kind of stuff you know, we just we just take it for granted but god told told um 
Charles Cap, he said, confess what I have said about your finances, every different areas of your life. He now said, then one day, Charles Capps was confessing, was making his confession. And he said, Lord, I'm confessing all these things. And it just seems like I'm lying. Then God answered him and said, son, how come, how, sorry, how can you lie saying what I said? How could anyone be lying when they are quoting what God said about their situation? Another day, when Charles Caps was praying, Charles Caps told God, he said, Lord, I don't hear your voice. I know you said that you will hear the, I mean, I know you said that we will hear the voice of the good shepherd, but I don't hear your voice. Then God responded to him. God told him, go to my word, where I said, my sheep hear my voice. Confess that. Confess that you do hear my voice, the voice of the good shepherd, and that you know my voice, and that the voice of a stranger you will not follow. Confess that the spirit of truth that abides in you teaches you all things and guides you into all truth. Confess that you have perfect knowledge of every situation. Make this your daily confession several times a day. God now concluded, he says, if you will do that over a period of time, you will call that into manifestation until you will hear my voice clearly. In other words, God is saying that our confession with our confession what we are doing is we are calling those things which be not as though they were. And our confession is our faith speaking. Our confession is our faith speaking. We can take it from another, you know, Bible verse that talks about, you know, uh, one verse calls it, you know, our proof. Uh, uh, no, it's not a verse but particularly, but, you know, Confession is also interpreted as profession. Profession is what you do for a living. In other words, our confession is what we do for a living. If you want to live, your confession determines how you live. What we say determines how we live. And you know, another reason why we really need to confess God's word and confess what God says concerning different areas of our lives is in Romans, Romans chapter 12. The says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. He says, This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to this, to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The way we renew our mind, brethren. Okay, so don't let me don't let me cut that off. It says then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. 
It is the will of God that we walk in his will. But one of the ways that we are going to be able to renew our mind is by our confession. Because you know what? In psychology, I studied psychology, so um, you know one of the things they taught us in psychology is that a child is born with a blank slate of mind. When a child is born, there is nothing on the child's mind is blank. But events, happenings, experiences, different things are the things that, you know, they, they, they pile up. Every Different things pile up, you know, in the, on the mind of the child. And different experiences are what forms um, the disposition, how the child will respond in various circumstances. You know, some people say that experience is the best teacher. I beg to differ. Experience is not the best teacher. God's word is the best teacher because, you know, somebody, because the person had an accident, you will, the, 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 some, some people will say, ah, because I had an accident, I, I will never drive again. That, is, that was an experience. And because of that experience, they took a wrong, they took a wrong um, action. They took a wrong decision and concluded, ah, okay, so I've, I've, uh, I had an accident. Ah, maybe somebody told them that they should not travel. And then they traveled, you know, uh, and then something happens. Ah, no, 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 they, they warned me. If I if only had listened, I won't, I won't do that again and all this stuff. And because of that, they took a wrong decision. Obviously, that experience did not, did not, you know, come out with a, a very good decision, um, a very good lifestyle at the end of the day. And so, because of that, I will say, experience is not the best teacher. But God's word is the best teacher. Because if the person took hold of God's word, the person would know that the Bible said that, look, God has not given me the spirit of fear, but he has given me the spirit of power, the spirit of love and of a sound mind. And to come out of that, that state of mind as a result of that experience, the person would need to confess God's word. The person would need to wear out that faculty that made them that fear faculty the person need to confess god's word and wear it down and wear it out because another principle that is here is every time we confess god's word what we are doing is that we are planting seeds jesus said in mark chapter 4 he said the sower sows god's word the sower sows God's word. Every time you confess God's word, you are planting seeds. Okay, so that has a flip side. Every time you say something that you are something that is contrary to God's word, you are also planting seeds. And the truth about it is we will reap the harvest of what we sow. So the question is, what are we sowing? What are we saying? 
what are we confessing? Jesus said in Mark 11, he said, Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be cast in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says shall come to pass, he shall have what he says. We will have what we say at the end of the day. Brethren, I want to also quickly mention here one of the things um, one of the things that okay, so let me just continue. I actually lost my trend of, of thoughts there, but I'm sure we will, we'll get back there. You know, so as we're saying, Jesus said we will have what we say. We will ultimately have what we say. So Charles Caps, Charles Caps went back and started saying God's word. I hear the voice of the good shepherd. So peradventure, there's anybody here that probably, you know, you feel you don't hear the voice of God. You don't know what God is saying per time. Why don't you pick this up? And you know what? You're not just going to say it for one day. You're going to say it for months. Okay, so I think I, heard, I read somewhere in one of his books. I read somewhere in one of his books where he said that, look, uh, I think it's this same book, where he said that, look, he said this for many months and he meant it. He said it for many months. He said it for like six months. And that after, after about, you know, six months or more, that he, had, he was saying this, he was confessing it every day, that this is what God's word says concerning me. This is what God's word says concerning me. You see, we need to, God, God's word has integrity. God's word has integrity. We, we need to, to have a new attitude towards God's word. We need to have a new attitude towards God's word. And, and that attitude is the attitude of faith. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12 says, he says, then said the Lord to me, you have seen well, for I am alert and I am active. I am watching over my word to perform it. God watches over his word to perform it. So if we are speaking God's word, we are rest assured that he is watching over his word to perform it. Numbers chapter 23 verse 19 says, God is no man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent or change his mind. He said, has he said it? He, he said, has he said it? Shall he not do it? Has he spoken it? And shall he not bring it to pass? When God says something, he will do it. When God speaks something, he will bring it to pass. So I, I am appealing to us to take our confessions serious. Okay, so that thing that left the friend of my thoughts at that point in time is this you see when we confess god's word like i said we wear down we wear down what the mind what as the the layers of unbelief that has gathered in the mind we wear it down we wear it down and we wear it out what we are doing is in line with that Romans chapter 12 that we read that it says that don't be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind we are transformed by the renewing of our minds when we confess God's word our 
different areas of our lives will experience transformation when what God's word says concerning that area of our life is what we confess, even in the face of uh, a contrary situation. For example, healing. You are sick in your body, but you keep saying and you keep declaring, oh, by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. He himself took my infirmity and bore my disease. And by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. One way I love to say it, you know, when I say, when, when he says that he himself took my infirmity. Well, if he took my infirmity, then he left me firm. He took what makes me infirm. He took it away. In other words, he left me firm. So I am firm. I am healthy. I am whole. You know that 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 um, uh, uh, okay. So let's just continue. So he he when he takes our infirmity, he left. And when he took our infirmity, he left us firm. We are firm. We are whole. Like they say, they say that look. Um, um, we are not the sick trying to be healed, but we are the healed that the devil is trying to make sick. We are the healed that the devil is trying to make sick. Oh, I dare to export that into our finances. We are not the ones in lack that is trying to be rich. We are the rich that the devil is trying to keep poor. We are the rich that the devil is trying to keep poor. Oh, you know what? Our needs are met. Oh, that is what we should be confessing. We should be confessing my needs are met. My bills are paid. Because actually, that is the will of God. Oh, permit me to export it into someone who probably is uh, is feels that, you know, oh, my life has been stagnant. Uh, maybe my life has been backward. I can't even see a change. That scripture in Proverbs, it says that the 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 the, the, the just. It says the just is like the shining light that shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. Yeah, I am the just, and my life, my life is like the shining light. And it shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day. In other words, I am moving forward. I am moving forward. I am getting things done. Hallelujah. Things are looking up for me. Hallelujah. We, when we say things like that, what we are doing is we are addressing a mountain. We are addressing a mountain. When Jesus said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, you are addressing a mountain. And if you keep saying the same thing, if you keep saying the same thing, hallelujah, Jesus said, you will have what you say. You will have what you say. We will have what we say at the end of the day. Hallelujah. One more thing I feel we also, you, you know, I was saying that we, we need to take what God said about us. Serious. You understand? We need to take what God says about us. We need to take it very, very seriously because God is serious about what he said. Um, and I see this whole situation, you know, like in the light of what happened in Genesis chapter one, 
The Bible says that the earth was without form. It was, it was, it was without void. Everything was scattered. Everything was chaos. But God did not speak chaos. God said, let there be light. Let there be light. Let there be light. And we can see when we read that whole Genesis, we will see different places where it said, and God said, and God said this, and God said that, and God said this, and God said that, and God said this, and God said that. Please, it would be nice if we take out the time to go and read Genesis chapter 1 again. And at the end of Genesis chapter 1, he said, and God saw. What did he see? He saw what he had been saying. You see, you will see what you have been saying. It is the principle. It is the principle. Imagine. Uh, uh, okay, so now let me say this. Let me say this. Let us learn to obey Jesus. If Peter did not obey Jesus, when Jesus said, come. When Peter asked Jesus, Lord, if it be you, Master, if it be you, bid me come. And Jesus said, come. If Peter did not obey Jesus, we wouldn't have that testimony. Peter obeyed Jesus by stepping out of the boat. He obeyed Jesus by stepping out of the boat and he walked on water. And we have that testimony today. And you know what? Because G because Peter, you know, there's this, you know, ministers say that, okay, because Peter took his eyes away from Jesus. Jesus is the word of God. In the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Let me bring something out there. He says the word was God. You see, God's word is God over every situation and circumstance of our lives. No matter what we're going through, God's word is God. Peter removed his gaze and his focus from the word and he began to sing. Imagine if the 10 lepers did not obey Jesus when Jesus said, go and show yourselves the priest. And somebody, and one of them you know, probably said, ah, Jesus, but we came to you that you should heal us now. You are telling us to go and show ourselves to the priest. You know, you know sometimes I, I feel like when God speaks, there is something He knows that we did that we do not know. There's something He knows that we don't know. And so, because of what He knows, He tells us something. We should obey Him. We should obey Him. We should, even the, the, the simplest of His, you know, commands, we should obey. And so Jesus told those lepers, He said, Go and show yourself. And all of them went. And the Bible says, as they went, what if they didn't go? Imagine if the guy that his friends took when Jesus was having a crusade and lowered him from the roof and lowered him into the presence of Jesus. Imagine when Jesus told him, stand up, take up your bed and go home. Imagine if the guy did not obey what Jesus said. Imagine if he did not obey what Jesus said. Would he have been healed? No, you wouldn't have been healed. So, I want to appeal to us. Let's obey what Jesus said in Mark 11. Mark 11, uh, 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 verse 23. They say, whosoever shall say, Oh, speak to your business. Speak to your goods in your shop. Speak. There is no hindrance. 
You know, the Bible says that nothing, 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 nothing is concealed from the word. Nothing. I think that should be Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 10, verse Nothing is concealed from the word of God. Nothing. Nothing is concealed from the word. Nothing. Nothing can 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 say oh i will not respond to god's word no nothing absolutely nothing can be hidden from the power of the word the bible says in in i think hebrews uh 4 12 he says the word of god is alive is active is sharper than any two-edged sword ephesians chapter 6 calls the word of god the sword of the spirit oh permit me to say brethren today that god's word god's word is a law is a spiritual law just like, like the, the 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 law of gravity if you walk the law of gravity it will work if you walk god's word by confessing god's word it will work it will work it will deliver all the time it will deliver so i want to encourage us charles cap started speaking he started speaking, I hear the voice of the good shepherd, even when he was not hearing it. He was calling those things which be not as though they were. Just the same way God said, let there be light, even in the midst of chaos and darkness. And he called for light. So speak, speak. I've heard testimonies of people that would just put their hands on their houses that they want to sell and say, in the name of Jesus, I command you, I call you sold in the name of Jesus. I call you soul in the name of Jesus. You know you are going to meet somebody's needs. So I call you soul. Be sold in the name of Jesus. I sold one of my cars that way actually. I call the car sold. I call it sold. I call it sold. And at the end of the day, within weeks, it actually goes away. Actually, something happened. I was actually angry with somebody. And the day God showed me I should forgive that person. And the moment I forgive that forgive that person in a matter of days. Just a few days, the car was sold. So, paradventure, we also have some things in our, our lives, unforgiveness. We need to deal with unforgiveness so that we can move forward, so that our confessions can work. That is what God is laying on my heart this morning to share with the house of God. Our confessions work. Let's learn to obey Jesus. If Jesus said we should speak to the mountain, let's speak to the mountain. Thank you. May God bless us all. Do have a lovely day in Jesus' name. Amen.